Hey, this is Sophia from CNET here with the biggest stories in tech. Imagine having a massive vault that's supposed to keep all these like sensitive secrets and things like that, but it turns out that the person who owns the vault never made a lock combination to it. It was, it was all there and he kind of just stumbled across it and found that there was no security measures, so anyone who found it could just get into it and take all this information. Millions of people in China use loan apps to borrow money. Loan apps offer users an expedited process because they don't require a credit score, something millions of Chinese citizens don't have. Instead, companies approve loans based on their borrower's personal data, which, once provided, is then stored in a secure server. Or at least, it's supposed to be. Anurag Sen, an independent security researcher, recently discovered that over 100 loan apps in China left millions of user data exposed through an unprotected server. The unprotected server contained sensitive data on more than 4.6 million devices, including location history, debt logs, financial information, and contacts. The public database had over 899 gigabytes of data, and when Sen discovered the leak, it was steadily growing. As these apps gathered data on people's activities, their data was stored in an unsecured server in real time. The data breach not only exposed how much money people owe, but even more dangerously, it provided the exact longitude and latitude of their location when they logged into the app, leaving millions of people in China vulnerable to both cyber and physical attacks. CNET reporter Alfred Eng broke the story. So Alfred, you don't see too many loan apps in the United States. Can you explain how loan apps work in China? Yeah, so a lot of people use loan apps in China because there's millions of people in China that don't have a credit score but still want to take out loans. Um, so loan apps kind of provide a solution for that where you can use these apps and they take all this personal data from you on your phone itself. They take location data, they take your contacts, they take you know where you've been in the last few days, that kind of thing. And then they use an algorithm to kind of put together, is this person trustworthy or not? And then they use that to determine whether or not you're eligible for a loan. It's not exactly a credit score, but it is a fine replacement for millions of people in China. What other types of personal data is the app exposing? So the app also had personal data, including your password, uh, your address, basically who you've talked to in the past, who you've been texting with, your financial information, so your credit card number, your uh, debit card number, that kind of thing. Uh, basically everything you would want to know about a person to steal their identity. And how did this independent researcher discover this leak? So this independent researcher discovered this leak because the database was exposed online on a public database. So he basically just looked up everything on the server that was exposed that did not have a password on it. Imagine having a massive vault that's supposed to keep all these like sensitive secrets and things like that, but it turns out that the person who owns the vault never made a lock combination to it. It was, it was all there, and he kind of just stumbled across it and found that there was no security measures, so anyone who found it could just get into it and take all this information. That's an incredible metaphor to use. In terms of vulnerability, can you explain both how users whose data is exposed are vulnerable to both cyber attacks and to actual physical attacks? Yeah, so because it has location data in this one, I think uh, users whose data was in this database uh, are much more vulnerable to physical attacks than other hacks. I mean, think about it. So this, this database shows how much money you've borrowed, how much money you owe, and also your real-time location. Every time you logged into the app, it would log your latitude and longitude and send it to this database. Somebody could you know, show up where you are right now and say, hey, I know you owe this app $500. I'm from the app. You better pay up. 
or something like that. Um, and you know, as far as cyber attacks goes, when it has passwords and your credit card information, your phone number, all that, I mean, that's ripe for identity theft. They can easily just call any um, any bank or anything like that saying, hey, I'm this person, I wanna take out this much money, can you send it to this account, that kind of thing. So um, tell me about the server host, Alibaba, who is supposed to be keeping this information safe and locked. Are they a trusted company? Well, yeah, it's it's a little bit different. So Alibaba like hosts the server in the same way that Amazon hosts servers or Microsoft hosts these servers, but they're not exactly responsible for it. Um, the owners of these databases are the ones that are supposed to be securing it. So in the same way that you wouldn't fault a uh, vault manufacturer for not keeping it secure because the person that bought the vault is the one that's supposed to keep it secure, that's Alibaba's role in it. They provided the server for them to host it on, and actually they were the ones that reached out to the owner and told them, hey, you need to put a password on this. So it, they, Alibaba did not fix this problem until CNET reached out to them and told them, hey, this server is exposed. Wow, you were saving people, like, like you're saving that. millions of people for privacy. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to take credit for that, <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so the person who owned the server they hosted hundreds of loan apps? So hundreds of these loan apps sent this data to this server. It's still unclear who the person behind the server is. It could be one of the app developers. It could be a marketing company that you know uses this kind of data. It's unclear. Um, Alibaba wouldn't state who the owner was, just that they got in touch with them and they've uh, you know shut it down for now. And this isn't the first time this has happened. No, uh, it turns out that you know database leaks are actually pretty common because people have these servers that they think, oh, no one will ever find this, and so they'll just leave it um, without a password. It's kind of like when you leave a key under your doormat or something. You don't think anyone's going to find that, but you know if someone does, a lot of bad things can happen. A few months ago, uh, a third-party company was hosting data from Facebook that had uh, you know, Facebook account passwords and photos and things like that on it that was not Facebook, but it was a third-party company that had data from Facebook um, on a server with no protection on it. So it does happen a lot. Does China have any privacy regulations in place to protect users from this type of privacy leak? No, China does not have uh, privacy protections in place. It's not really uh, a core value of their government there. It, I don't know. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but China seems to me to have a lot of oversight in terms of what people can access via mobile and mm. what people can access via like online content. Why are they so lenient about loan apps, you think? So China has a different view on privacy. Uh, what you're talking about is more about like censorship. You know, the, everyone talks about this great firewall where you can't access, you know, YouTube or Google. Um, that's more of a censorship thing. It's not to protect user privacy. Um, in this loan app case, you know, users are much more lenient about their privacy if it gets them something that they want. Um, and another loan app out of China, you know, they were offering uh, nude photos as collateral instead of you know putting up like a credit score or something like that they basically sent over a nude photo to these loan apps and said if you don't pay back the loan within this time we're going to publish like this naked photo of you is that legal it worked in china and, and you know people knew about it there it wasn't like something that was like under the table or anything like that and so do you think it's a coincidence that all this financial data um, and personal data is available on a public exposed server. Um, do you think the government has anything to do with it? I, I don't think the government's involved with this. I mean, this is more so from a uh, database owner that failed to just put a password on this extremely sensitive data. Do you think this might curb 
people in China from going to loan apps to get money? I don't think so. I mean, this database had info on more than 4 million devices. Um, and we see this happen all the time with these kinds of leaks. And, you know, people still continue to use Facebook. They still continue to use Google. I think as long as some kind of convenience is offered, like security standards really aren't, um, you know, all there for a lot of people. For more of the biggest stories in tech, visit CNET.com.